expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity. No wisdom rushing in. So much clearer now. Getting a little bit higher. With every step I take, I'm getting good. Getting a little bit better. I'm climbing to the top. Never gonna stop. I'm getting good. Oh. everybody welcome back to another episode of oh shoot i'm your host cassidy lynn and welcome thank you so much for being here for listening to today's episode if you're new here hello welcome to the photography family um yeah welcome happy that you're here if you are a longtime listener also hey hi how you doing so glad that you're here too Today's topic, as you probably already saw, is awkward clients. I actually am talking about this because I got a DM and I'm sure that the girl who DM'd me is probably listening to this because she recommended this topic and it just so happened that she DM'd me the day before I was going to record a podcast episode, so it worked out, so This episode is dedicated to the girl who DM'd me giving me this topic idea. I want to talk about how to deal with awkward clients because we all get them. And yeah, I just want to talk about how you can handle it professionally. Before we do that, I would like to jump into something a little bit different. I'm going to kind of split this episode. I'm going to read like such a funny confession that someone emailed me a while ago. Um, and it's, it's long, but it's like, a it's a good one. Um, and I've been waiting to read this one because I was like, should I wait for a confession episode or should I dedicate a whole section of the podcast to this confession? And that's what I decided I wanted to do. So I want to read that. Um, I, for life update purposes, Um, let's see. I'm honestly just kind of chilling right now. Uh, This episode is pre-recorded, so there's not really anything current happening in my life other than just like photography. Wedding season is going full swing for me right now. Um, I think the next free weekend I have is sometime in June. So I'm like, cool. Like I really needed to enjoy my weekends while I had them. And now I'm over here like booked every single weekend, but honestly, I'm really grateful for it to, you know, be able to shoot weddings. It's amazing and it's so fun, but I don't have a lot of weekends left. Um, let's see, besides that, I got a second camera body, which I'm excited about. So I got Charlie, the a 92 the Sony a 92 as well. Um, so we both shoot on the a 92 now And then we have one a seven three as a backup. We kind of went through and purged all of our old gear that we don't use anymore and sold a lot of it. So it's exciting this wedding season because we have new gear and new stuff and we're ready to hit it. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's basically all that's been going on in my photography life other than, you know, just creating content. I feel like that's 
the name of the game for photographers now is just creating content and staying up to date on social media with their marketing and stuff like that. So if that's you, hang in there. You got this. Um, Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that I've been learning about social media recently is there is no secret sauce or secret formula. Like you do what works well for you and that's it. Like you do you and forget about the numbers. That's what I have to say about that. So let's get into reading this confession. This confession is from Britain and it reads, hi Cassidy. This story is a long one due to, well, the whole wedding day being a mess. This was still when I was purely a second shooter for weddings. And to this day, I don't think that I will ever witness a worse wedding. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. Let's get into the story. Preface, I was a small, it was a small ranch and it was a small ceremony with about 20 people, including the photographer and me. It was also going to take place in the pasture, which was about half a mile away from the house around sunset. So I, I'm going to add in my little tidbit of information here. I feel like that's far away for a ceremony. I, I am really hoping that people drove because I could not imagine walking half a mile, but I digress. Let's keep going. It literally started the minute we drove to the house, which is where everything was happening that day. We pulled up, knocked on the door to meet the bride and capture getting ready pictures. And there, and there she was writing her programs the morning of the wedding. She wasn't near ready. So we asked for the dress and details to grab some of those shots while we waited. And she responded, Oh, I don't have a dress, just a skirt and a jean jacket. So we grabbed everything we could and made do. I'm also going to insert this. If you don't have a dress, that's literally fine. You do whatever you want. (laughs) I just feel like it's the fact that she was writing the programs. Oh my gosh, that would stress me out so much. After she had finally gotten ready and gotten her wedding day attire, we patiently waited for the groom and waited and waited. Three hours later, three hours, oh my, three hours later and after the bride got angry and chased him down, he showed up. Turns out he just wanted to go to the courthouse and doesn't like photos. So he didn't show up. She found him at the bar drinking. So we start taking couples photos and keep in mind, they were both horse people. So they wanted all of their photos to be with horses. I'm also going to insert, insert my little piece of commentary here. I have heard horror stories of photographers and horses, people getting bit by horses or just the horses not having a good day and not cooperating for photos. So cool. This is another red flag for me. I'm scarred. Um, okay. I also forgot to mention that she had printed off 10 sheets of multiple Pinterest pictures that she wanted to look exactly like, or she wanted the photos to look exactly like them. So we had no room for creativity. I'm sorry. That's horrible. We took some photos at the house, but she had three other locations she wanted to take photos. So her husband loaded up the horses, which have never met. Oh, that that's not good. And they got spooked in the trailer. (laughs) Okay. If you don't know anything about horses, I think the term spooked means that they get scared. Um, (laughs) 
I'm not really a horse person, but if you're less of a horse person than me, I think that's what that means. Um, the rope wrapped around his finger with his ring and almost pulled his finger off. At this point, he was bleeding everywhere. Oh my gosh. We got everything situated and headed to the second location, which was a cow pasture full of mud, feces, thorns, and hills. She had one request and that that was to have a photo of them riding their horses with the cattle in the backyard and him trying to rope her. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So we did and he roped her, but they were headed straight towards us. And while she got roped, her horse got spooked and bucked the bride off into the messy pasture, messy pasture. I, I just don't have words. We got the picture, but almost tripped and fell and dropped all of our equipment to get out of the way of the spooked horse. Oh, this just keeps going guys. Like the, there is yet more. <laughs> our third location was in a bull pasture. Somehow everything went slightly smooth. They are lucky that the main photographer is also an agricultural teacher and I'm in college for that as well. Okay. That's good. Okay, we finally got back to the house for the ceremony and we rode side by side out into the pasture where it was going to take place. It was actually very pretty. They had Edison bulbs hanging from the tree that was lit, but you couldn't tell because it was too light. So when the bride got there, she was mad at that. <laughs> oh, perfect. Fast forward to the ceremony actually starting, and as the groom walks down the aisle, the bride started shouting for him to walk straighter. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Then they realize that there's no there's nothing to play the music. So they stop, grab an empty plant planter's peanuts can, and put a phone in it and try to amplify this the silent wedding. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, amplify the sound. I'm sorry. Amplify the sound in the planter's peanuts can. <laughs> Are you guys hearing this? <laughs> Are we hearing this? Not the planter's peanuts. I liked the effort, but it didn't work. So after the awkwardly silent wedding, they wanted some pictures in that pasture with their truck holding their guns. The bride started swinging hers around and is pointing it directly at people, including us. Needless to say, she probably didn't know the first thing about gun safety. I was going to say, like, I don't know much about gun safety, but I definitely know don't point it at people. Jeez. Okay, almost to the end. We started walking back with the bride and groom and decide to ask them how long they have known each other, how they met, how he proposed. And the groom replies, well, we've dated for six months, engaged for six months, and I proposed over her dead dog's grave who died six months ago. And the only thing I could think in my head is that <laughs> the 666 is not a lucky number. Oh, gosh. We then get to the house for supper, which is taking place in the living room. And then it was time for cake, which they had not made yet. Oh my gosh. What in the world? What is happening at this wedding? So they made it and then we took cake photos and left. We always say goodbye to the couple before we leave, but we couldn't find them. No, I already, I know where this is going. Turns out they were in the basement of her mom's house doing the dirty while everyone was upstairs. 
Needless to say, we got some photos, but even better memories. With film photography being so popular nowadays, I'm very excited to introduce you to our sponsor, PhotoVision. PhotoVision is a third-generation film lab who scans your rolls of film for you. They produce consistent and quality scans, and they even offer custom color correction for your scans. If you know me, I've been getting into film photography lately, and I just sent off two rolls of film to PhotoVision. They're so easy to work with, and you can literally tell that they know what they're doing when it comes to film. They even offer film education on their website, so it helps newbies like me better understand what the heck they're doing. PhotoVision is family-owned, which we love, and their customer service is amazing. They want everyone they work with to feel valued and supported, which honestly, that's how I felt when I've worked with them. PhotoVision is your film processing experts since 1968, and they have an exclusive offer for Oshoot listeners. Get one free roll of signature process and scans using the code OSHOOT at checkout. That's OSHOOT with no spaces at checkout, which will also be linked in the description. Go check it out. You guys. That is crazy. I love that ending. Needless to say, we got some photos, but even better memories. That that is the attitude you have to have. Like, the it's all about those memories, man. You're gonna look back and be like, "Do you remember this wedding? <laughs> I'm gonna. This wedding is stuck in my head forever. Wow. Thank you, Britain, for writing that in. Um, if you guys have crazy photography confessions or crazy photography stories, feel free to email them to me. I can put the email link in the description of the episode, but it's also just learn at CassidyLinnaEducation.com. <laughs> okay. So now that we're done cringing over that story, let's talk about the content for today's episode, which is dealing with awkward clients and not, I wouldn't... <laughs> Okay. I take that back. Not dealing with awkward clients, but like what to do if your clients feel awkward. Cause I think like dealing with them makes it sound like, like it's a bad thing or like it's not normal and how to, how to deal with people who are awkward in front of the camera. But like, no, it's very normal for people to feel awkward in front of the camera. So I don't want, I don't want to make this seem like I'm talking bad about clients who are awkward. So, um, the first thing that I want to say when it comes to this topic is remember that taking photos and like getting photos done professionally for your clients is probably a whole new experience for them. They probably have had no experience working with a professional photographer before, or if they have, it's been like, you know, maybe one experience before getting their photos done professionally. So this is a whole new experience for them. Remember that as you are, posing them and talking with them and just, you know, doing the session with them. Remember, this is probably their first time doing this. So treat it like that. Treat it as if it's their first experience with a photographer and maybe it's their last experience or they have many experiences to come if you give them a great first impression. So treat it as if it's their first time getting photos taken. When it comes to couples and wedding photography, it's important to remember that it's not just about the posing and getting good shots for Instagram. It is about storytelling and capturing your couple and capturing your subject as they are. Capturing, whether it's the relationship or just if it's one person, you are capturing them as a human being. And I think a lot of the times we can get stuck in the idea that we have to do like the same Pinterest worthy photos for every single session, but truly like that's not the case. And I think when you get out of that mindset, you really start to focus on capturing your couples as they are. And 
that helps a lot with awkwardness because you're not focused on turning your couple or turning your subject into someone or something that they're not. Like you're just focused on bringing out the couple as they are and bringing and just showcasing and almost like, um, not enhancing, but like, um, yeah, I guess just bringing out the couple as they are as people. So that's something to remember as well. Sometimes when it comes to awkward clients, the awkwardness is actually in your own head, which yeah, think about that. You might feel awkward because you're the one that feels awkward. Yes, there are times when your clients feel awkward. I'm not saying that that's not the case, but you may feel awkward because you're not confident in yourself as a photographer or as a business owner. You might feel inexperienced or not ready or nervous. That's going to contribute to that awkward feeling. So I know the phrase fake it till you make it is like so overdone, but in a case like this, where you have clients who naturally feel awkward to begin with, you really have to fake the confidence and just fake that. Um, you don't feel awkward. Even if you do feel awkward, you have to like show them that you don't feel awkward because that's going to make them feel so much more comfortable when you're confident in your skills and confident in taking photos they're going to feel much more confident in front of the camera as well. So remember that you are the expert. They don't need to know about your nerves. Portray yourself as the expert, and that's going to help so much with awkwardness. Okay, so let's get into some tips for awkward clients. All right, so first thing, set up an engagement session to get to know them first. So this is specifically for wedding photography, but it helps so much to set up an engagement session first. Number one, it helps them get a feel for your style and your posing style and how you shoot. It helps them get a feel for that, but also it just shows them who you are as a person. That is a huge, <laughs> huge part of engagement sessions. Like they just get to know who you are as a person. And I think that is first and foremost, so important. So if you're not able to do an engagement session or let's say they're not a couple, it's just like a senior session or whatever, try to meet up with them for coffee to get a better feel for, you know, their vibe and also so that they can get a better feel for you and your personality as well. Um, this, this is something I'm going to talk about a little bit later, but building that relationship with them really truly is going to help with, um, awkwardness. Like it, it does help with awkwardness. So the next thing, communicate, communicate, over communicate, communicate with them, like communicate with your clients. Um, you want to basically tell them everything that you need to know and over prepare them for their session. Um, if you do this, the worst case scenario can be they didn't read any of your emails and they don't care about them. The best case scenario is you got a girl who overthinks everything when it comes to photos. She overthinks her outfits. She overthinks the location. She overthinks, um, her smile and all of this different, all these different things you can overthink. And so the best case scenarios, there's this person who feels like they need prep and you gave it to them. And now they feel more prepped and ready if you over communicate with them. So when it comes to this part of communication, you're going to want to tell them how you shoot. So kind of what your shooting style is, but also tell them how to pose before that beforehand. So like how you pose them, tell them like, 
I'll tell you everything you need to do. Don't feel like you have to pose yourselves. Um, you know, it's going to take us about this amount of time. We're going to go to this many locations. Um, I want this to be as stress-free as possible. So if you need anything, let me know. Also like tell them how to prep for their session as well. So tell them what they need to bring or, you know, basically just what, what can they expect from you? I think that's one of the big things when it comes to comfortability and getting awkward clients to kind of loosen up around you is prep, prep work, like just letting them know how they can be prepared and just communicating that to them. So another thing that I don't do, but I know a lot of other photographers do is they play music for their sessions. And I've heard a lot of good things about this and I'm kind of considering doing this too. Um, so when it comes to playing music during your sessions, it basically just kind of takes away that awkward silence and like the sound of your shutter. But also like if you're playing music that they like, and you know, it's like music that they vibe with, they might start singing or dancing or I don't know. It just, it's like, uh, this is a bad example, but I'll say it anyway. It's like when you bring your, your new puppy home and they give that blanket, like for Appa, they gave Appa a little blanket that he slept with from when he was a puppy, like firstborn. And we brought it to our house with us. And it's like that little piece of home that makes him feel comfortable when he was in a new situation coming to our house. So this, (laughs) here I am comparing my dog to photography clients, but with photography clients and clients that feel awkward, they're doing something that's outside of their comfort zone. So giving them that little piece of home by playing their favorite music, that helps so much with just loosening them up a little bit. Um, a good way to find out their music style. Cause I know a lot of you are thinking, okay, like that's great advice, but how am I supposed to know what music they like? Send a questionnaire. Um, that's a, a great thing to include on a questionnaire and on your questionnaire, you can also ask them like, what locations do you want? What vibe are you going for, for your photos? So in that questionnaire that you send people like just really dig into that detail with the music taste, because if you play music for them and they're the type of people that like music, that's going to help their session a lot, help a lot with just making them feel more comfortable in front of the camera. The next thing, and this is just kind of random, but a lot of the times you're not going to know that your couple or your subject is awkward in front of the camera until you get there. There is a rare chance that some person might reach out to you and say, Hey, we feel really awkward. We want a book with you, but like, we're just an awkward couple. You, you might get the people that say that, but for the most part, when couples or subjects are awkward, they usually don't like warn you ahead of time. So you always want to plan for the worst and just expect that every single person that you meet and do a session with is going to be bad in front of the camera. So then you can, you know, if they're great and they're like practically models, then it's like a gift. But if they're not, you're ready for it and you know how to handle that and how to make them feel comfortable. So that is one thing that you definitely need to do as far as mindset goes, because it's just going to help you a lot in the long run. Um, okay. So the next thing that I wanted to say, most couples feel awkward (laughs) because you give them no direction. Um, and I know this sounds like no duh, Cassidy, but literally I have seen photographers like do sessions and give their couple or subject just a little bit of direction, but then like 
the couple just, you can tell they feel weird. They're like, do I keep going? Do I stop? Like, or like they, they'll tell them like, Oh, walk that direction and then walk back at me. And it's like, okay, but like, what do you want them to do while they're walking? I think like we think we're being specific when we tell a couple to walk towards us, but a lot of people want much more direction with that. So you want to direct everything when it comes to sessions, basically like you're directing a movie and it go. this is the same for weddings too, especially during portraits, direct them like you're directing a movie. You tell them what they need to do and what they should change the next time you do it. And you redo things over and over and over again until it looks good. You want to be very specific when it comes to giving direction about where should they put their hands? What should they do with their faces? And honestly, just like what to do in general, like with their bodies, what direction should they be facing? And, you know, so you start with what direction are are they facing? You know, you tell each person, if it's two people that you're posing, what direction do you want each of them to face? Then tell them what faces to do and then tell them where to put their hands. And, you know, as you go through different poses, change those things up. And I think like, as you tell people what to do, it just makes them feel so much more comfortable because they're like, oh, I don't have to worry about how I look. She's telling me literally everything I have to do. I actually just did a session. So when I went to Houston this past weekend, or not this past weekend, what am I saying? I went to Houston like a couple weekends ago. Like it's going to be at least like a month by the time this podcast comes out. But when I was doing that session, um, at first it was like, oh, he's uncomfortable in front of the camera. Like he was like, oh, I just really don't like you know, getting my photo taken at the end of the session. Um, he was like, Oh, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. And it was because like, when you have a family member that takes photos of you or just like, you know, a friend that just has a camera, you know, they take photos of you, but they don't really tell you what to do. You know, they stand there with the camera and then they're like, okay, I'm taking your picture, like do something. But as photographers, we tell people what to do and we know exactly where they should be looking, what they should be doing with their hands and everything that we are picturing in our head for composition. So, um, I think when people are like, Oh, I'm really awkward in front of the camera too. It's because they feel like it's going to be, you just show up with a camera and they have to do everything. But when someone sees that you're going to direct them 100% and tell them exactly what to do. Um, I think that helps a lot with them just like loosening up a little bit. Do you wish that you could spend less time editing? Yes, I do too. And if you said no, you're lying. To make your editing life easier, let's talk about our podcast sponsor today, FilterPixel. FilterPixel is an AI culling application that helps you organize your photos post-shoot. It's literally so fast and it'll automatically select your best photos based on focus and eye quality. I've been using FilterPixel and not only does it load my RAWs so fast, I also sorts my photos within minutes. Yes, minutes. FilterPixel sorts my photos into different categories so I can know which photos have issues and which don't. And it even creates tags based on the pose and the type of photo. So it will do a tag like perfect focus, dancing, and even hugs. Once you start using FilterPixel, you're going to have so many less culling hours that you're going to have more happy hours. Go to filterpixel.com and use the code OSHOOT for 10% off. That's filterpixel.com for 10% off. It'll also be linked in the description. The next thing for awkward clients, movement. I cannot say this enough because movement is like the thing that if, you know, stuff hits the fan, you use movement, especially in poses, movement, movement, movement use movement for awkward clients. And I promise you it's going to help so much with 
just getting them to loosen up, getting them comfortable, and then breaking the ice and getting you into some of those more complicated poses or those, those poses that maybe, um, are easy for other couples, but a little bit harder for them. So movement is normal and it feels more candid. Oh, I just hit my mic. Um, so movement is normal. It feels more natural, feels more candid. So it's going to feel more candid in the photos, but also it's going to feel more natural for them to be moving around. Um, when people say that they're awkward in front of the camera, it's usually because they feel like they just stand there. They don't know what to do. So if you're doing movement poses, this is going to help a lot with just like that awkward feeling going away because they're just moving. Like it's so easy for your mind to just like leave the space of, Oh, I'm in a photo session. And then as you're moving around, it's like my, my mind can go other places because all I'm doing is moving and doing this prompt that she's telling me to. Um, and movement does help you break the ice as well. So when I have awkward clients, I always start with something like walking because most of the time walking is just like, you know, that's just normal, natural. And I can do so many different variations of walking too. So I think that's like one of my go-to poses for awkward clients is walking and then like doing all the different variations of walking, like pushing and pulling or walking and hip bumping or slingshotting each other. Um, the piggyback is also a really fun one too. If your clients are on the little bit more of the awkward side, I feel like that you can't go wrong with a piggyback. And then you just have them like walk in circles and walk towards you and like, you know, do all the fun movement stuff when it comes to a piggyback. So <laughs> that's just a little tidbit for you, a little posing advice. Um, so when it comes to awkward clients, I like to figure out what they're good at and keep doing variations of that. Some couples are really good or, you know, not just couples. Some clients are really good at straight faces. Others are really good at laughing or, you know, looking at each other versus looking at you. So find out what they feel comfortable doing and like what looks natural for them to do and then keep doing that. You know, if they don't look good doing a straight face or if they're struggling keeping a straight face, then don't keep doing a straight face. Like do some laughing ones. So that that's a big thing. You want to make sure that you're doing poses and like telling your clients to do things that they feel comfortable doing and that they're not like super awkward doing it. So something else, and I think this is like, this is definitely like a, a skill that you need to have because this is a hard one, but you want to take a lot of candids and spread out your shots even in between those poses. So the in-between moments, you want to get candids during that time because you never know like when those photos are going to be good. Um, and I know like it's not great to overshoot, but with awkward clients, you don't know when that you know, that good and natural photo is going to come. So you want to take more than enough photos so that you have tons of options. The worst thing that can happen is like, you know, you have these, these awkward clients, they're not super comfortable. And then you go and you only take a hundred photos and then you deliver 15 cause or 10, cause only 10 of them were good. Like that, that's worst case scenario. So the more photos you take and the more you spread it out, like the more opportunity you have to end up with great photos at the end. Um, you also don't want to just shoot like during the pose you want to shoot basically at all times, always have your camera ready. This is a great practice for weddings too. Like don't just take shots during speeches, you know, have your camera with you during dinner in case something fun happens. Um, just always, always be ready to capture candidates. You want to talk to your clients. Um, talking to your clients is going to let them know 
you're a real person. It's going to create that relationship, but also you want to let them know what they're doing well. Um, sometimes people feel uncomfortable or awkward because they feel like they don't look good. And you know, that's an insecurity thing, but as photographers, we have the opportunity to tell them you look great. You're doing great. Like, Oh, I love when you do that. Oh, maybe try this, you know? And I think when you tell them what they're doing well, that just boosts their confidence. I know it boosts my confidence. If I was getting my photos done and someone was like, yes, girl, I love that face you're making. You better believe I'm doing that face every single photo for the rest of them. Cause you told me that my face looked good. So you want to compliment them. You want to make them laugh from behind the camera too. This is also something that's like some couples just won't think you're funny and that's fine. Some couples don't think I'm very funny, but if you can make them laugh, like you're going to get great candidates out of that too. It almost feels like, you know, when you're getting your photo done, your photos done and the photographer behind the camera is just like, you know, cracking jokes and just making little comments that are funny. That's when you get those, those cute candidates, right? When you're, when you break into a laugh. So if you can make them laugh from behind the camera, you want to keep talking to them, even when you're not shooting, um, just to kind of make it feel like they're just meeting up with a friend for photos. Um, you want to prep your poses ahead of time too, and just kind of have an idea of where you want your session to go. Like we're going to go to this location and do these couple of poses. And then we're going to do go here and do this. This is a good practice to have for any session, but specifically with awkward clients, it eliminates that awkward silence of like you trying to think of the next pose or whatever. So prepping, I think is huge. And I mean, like I said, you should be doing that for every single session that you do, but yeah, I think that that's a, a really big one for awkward clients. A huge thing for, um, I don't know, just like getting to know your clients and making them not feel as awkward is getting to know them like as a couple. Um, or if you're doing a senior photo or, you know, family photos or whatever, get to know them. I think, setting aside even the first five minutes of your session to talk to them, just to chat with them. Um, you know, maybe you don't prep your SD card or your batteries, or maybe you do prep them, but you like, you know, mess around with your camera bag for a little bit and ask them questions while you do that. Um, that, that helps you get to know them and help them feel like you're more than just a random photographer that they found on Instagram, but you're someone that's actually there to get to know them and capture their story. Um, relationship building is absolutely key for all of photography, but also like most importantly, relationship building is huge for awkward clients and clients that just aren't super comfortable in front of the camera. Because like I said, it feels like it's just a friend taking your photo. And I think the relationship aspect is huge for client experience and it's, it's huge for getting more reviews and better reviews, but also it's just, it's just important literally just for your business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like relationship building is key in photography. And if I were to take a step back from just talking about awkward clients, just talking about growing your business or booking, booking more, having relationships with vendors, having relationships with other photographers or, you know, a client that you took photos of two years ago, maintaining that relationship, those types of things have gotten me more bookings and gotten me good bookings, like quality bookings that I'm like, this is the type of wedding I want to be shooting. And it's from a referral because of a relationship that I have. So relationship building is key in your business in general. And if there's one thing you take away from this episode, let it be build relationships and focus on 
that relational side of photography with awkward clients, but also just in marketing and in your business in general, like that, that is so, so, so key. (laughs) Okay. So the last thing I'm going to say about awkward clients, if the subject looks awkward in the current pose, it is crucial to not tell them they look awkward. So don't, don't mention that it looks weird, but take the photo, take the shot and then make a mental note like, okay, we're, we're probably not going to do that pose again. And you know, don't do that pose again. Um, I think when a client looks awkward, they might feel like they look awkward or if they're, you're having them do something that maybe is outside of their comfort zone and it's very obvious to you, you still want to get that shot because the worst thing you can do is say, eh, that looks weird. Let's try something else because now they're super self-conscious and super self-aware of the fact that that pose looked weird. Um, because, because you said something. So if you're able to just like, you know, let it slide and make mental notes of, okay, that looked weird. I probably won't do that again. That that's going to be great for awkward clients. And that kind of like piggybacks on my other point of keep doing the things that they look good doing and things that they look comfortable doing. So on the opposite end of that, don't keep doing the things that they're struggling to look comfortable in. So don't keep doing the poses that are like, okay, like, like this isn't looking good. Like don't keep doing those poses. Focus on the ones where their, you know, their smile looks natural and they just, yeah, they just look like they're truly thriving. Those are the poses that you want to keep doing. Um, in my experience in photography, you know, you have people who come to you and they're saying, we're so awkward in front of the camera. And then they show up and sure, the first five minutes is awkward. And then they're just stars, you know, and a lot of the times they're, they're thriving because I'm hyping them up. Like I'm telling them you're doing great. Like you guys are awesome at this. Even if they're not my, my most model worthy couple, I want them, I want them to know that they're still doing great. I'm getting great photos out of this. Um, something that, um, I didn't write down, but I think might be a good thing to do is showing your clients the back of your camera, especially if they do feel awkward, just showing them like the lighting looks great. You guys look great. Here's a little shot, a little glimpse of what I'm capturing. I know some people have mixed feelings on this and they're like, Oh, I don't want anyone to see my photos raw. Um, but you know, I don't have, a, I don't mind showing clients their photos and how their photos are turning out. Um, just quickly on the back of my camera, because I think it gives them that reassurance, like, okay, I can relax. She knows what she's doing. She's the professional. Um, yeah. So with my experience, I just feel like there are people that say they're awkward and they're truly not. And then you get clients that are awkward, but like you just, you work with it and you still get great photos out of it. I think like at the end of the day, you have to remember they're still getting like, you're still giving them photos and they probably, they probably rarely have professional photos done of them. So it's just this, the experience. And like, remember, like if you've ever gotten photos done, the feeling of getting your photos back as the client, it's just such a fun feeling. So think about them as they're going to get their photos back. Maybe it wasn't the most creative or Pinterest worthy session that you've ever done in your whole life, but the fact that you are able to give a couple or give someone 
if it's just one person, give them this experience of confidence behind the lens or in front of the lens, sorry, (laughs) to give them that sense of confidence when they get their photos back. It's, it truly is a privilege to capture stories like that. So remember, it might not be the most Pinterest worthy couple or the most Pinterest worthy subject, but it's still your job to capture people, capture their memories, capture their relationships and awkward clients is just something that's going to happen with that. So focusing on the relationship aspect of it, it's going to help you photograph them, whether they're awkward or perfect models like that. That's going to be the mindset that's going to help you a lot. All right. That is going to be it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, PhotoVision. Um, Check them out in the description for a discount on their signature scan and prints. Besides that, I don't have anything else for you guys. Just make sure that you go follow me on Instagram, rate and review the podcast. I would love for you guys to review the podcast. And yeah, I'll catch you next time. Have a great rest of your day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment or keep my sanity. Wisdom rushing in so much clearer now. Getting a little bit.